Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We are live right here on the early line on a Thursday morning on SportsGrid. I am Kevin Walsh. Join by Donnie Wrightsidle, DRS. How you feeling? Feeling good today on a Thursday. By the way, did you know out there, people, there are as many NBA games tonight as there are championship Sunday games in the NFL, K-Dub. But as always, 7 to 9, is there enough time? We'll make sure it happens here. A lot of information to get through, including some breaking news in a little bit. That is absolutely right. Our yeah. first NFL head coach vacancy is filled. We'll get there in a second. But first, we open up the 7-7 seven seven top headlines in New York. Daniel Jones, a vote of confidence from the Giants front office, who basically, Donnie, went, hey, we were just kind of giving this kid no chance to succeed. Yeah. Our bad. Let's give him another chance with maybe a regime that knows what he's doing. It looks, Donnie, like Daniel Jones has another year left in New York. Yeah, a little bit later, we have a segment on Daniel Jones. Well, I don't want to throw any spoilers out here, but I love to give teasers out here. I think what John Mara said is exactly the opposite of what was really happening in New York, and I can't wait to break that down. We will. We also wanted to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars job as yesterday the Twitter sphere abuzzed that it was going to be Byron Leftwich. Then the reports came out not so fast. Matt Eberflus still in the mix. Nathaniel Hackett still in the mix. Well, he's not in the mix anymore. This morning, as confirmed by NFL Network's Tom Pelissero, Nathaniel Hackett, the Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator, Donnie, He's going to now become the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. All right, game on in the offseason, Kevin. We had nine openings for head coaching positions in the NFL. Now we're down to eight as the first domino drops. Mm -hmm. We expect much more things to happen probably, Kevin, over the next 24 to 48 hours with, okay, this guy's gone here. We wanted to interview him. He's not there. Let's go get our guy. But you brought up there the Jacksonville head coaching search continues. It shouldn't continue much longer. I think they have a home run candidate there that they can use in Byron mm -hmm. Leftwich. It's too perfect. But then again, it's the Jaguars. How can they mess that one up? Yeah, I guess you give them some time. Cons, though, they're on fire. Had a great night last night. Maybe a great day yeah. today. I'll yeah. tell you this, though. Nathaniel Hackett 
was the dream hire if you wanted to stir the pot <laughs> on the Aaron Rodgers controversy. We will get there in just a couple of moments. Big night in the association, but we start with the continued added news around James Harden and the Brooklyn Nets and Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Donnie has reported that the Brooklyn Nets will not listen to any offers on James Harden <laughs> during this season with the trade deadline approaching. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere before the trade deadline, you know, talking about maybe a move to the Philadelphia 76ers or anywhere else. But what else are they going to say here? And in the NBA, Kevin, typically outside of, I guess, the Philadelphia 76ers and Ben Simmons, I don't want to play within like, you know, three days they get their way. Daryl Morey saying, nah, not get my way here. It would be very interesting mm -hmm. because, you know, a little bit higher level player in James Harden than Ben Simmons, where if he says he wants to leave, he's probably going to leave. Oh, man, it is. It's not going to be this year, but Brooklyn, the window closing. It's hilarious. Yep. Uh, I can't pretend it's anything other than that. Looking at some of the big results, though, the Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns did battle once again, this time in Utah. And once again, it was the Devin Booker show. D-Book is on a heater, folks. 43 points was over the 20 marker in that opening quarter as the radio audience enters the fold. Appreciate all those tuned in to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh, Donnie Wright side here, breaking down the NBA actions in our 7-7 seven seven top headlines. DRS, D-Book's going wild. No, he is going wild. You want to talk about usage rate, Kevin, that we like to use. His usage rate on offense is incredible. You know, you like to get that good start. Like, hey, give me six or eight points in the first quarter. He's routinely up in the double digits right away. And also, the fun of the NBA, Kevin, right? 39-point first quarter for the Suns, 11-point second quarter. So if you saw that 39 points, like, hey, man, Suns team told her this game's going way over. My goodness, that must hurt. It doesn't even make any sense. You had to score 39 in the first quarter and end up with 50 at the break. Welcome to the NBA. First half team total under. Ugh, <laughs> refund the people. Yeah. Uh, Cavs, statement made. Home dog to the Milwaukee Bucks. They dropped that first quarter by nine. And then they ran Milwaukee off the floor. 115 to 99. They currently have a better record, Donnie, than the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting talk here a little bit later in the show about the Cleveland Cavaliers and what's going to be over the process of the next couple months and heading into the playoffs. They are a year ahead of schedule, maybe two years ahead of schedule. And I'm impressed by what the Cavaliers are certainly doing. You're right. Measurement game last night, they measured up. Speaking of schedules and timelines, what is the timeline in Indiana? What are you doing? Charlotte, in Indiana, a buck 58? What is going on? Kelly Oubre, 10 threes off the bench. Have you no pride, Indiana? What is wrong with this team? And we just talked about, you know, quarter to quarter, Kevin. How about the Hornets? 33 in the first. Yeah, let's increase that a little bit in the second. 38. Not good enough. How about 42 in the third? Hey, you know, it's a blowout. I don't care. 45 in the fourth. A buck 58 regulation on the road? Jeez. I don't understand. Also, Man. I don't understand the disrespect to the Iowa State Cyclones. That's right. A ranked team played an unranked team, and the ranked team pulled an upset. Iowa State, good for you. We're talking NFL. Rodgers to Denver? That's next. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest Internet with faster speeds rolling out every day and Internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are live on the early line. Breaking news out of Denver this morning. Reported by Tom Pelissaro of NFL Network. The Denver Broncos become the first team this offseason to fill their head coach vacancy by hiring Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. One of the hotter names in the NFL coaching carousel this offseason was being you know linked to the Jacksonville Jaguars as much as yesterday around that talk of, is it Byron Leftwich, Matt Eberflus? Hackett, though, Donnie, lands in Denver. There are very obvious ramifications with the Packers offensive coordinator landing in Denver. We'll get there. Your initial reaction to this news that the Broncos have found their new head coach. It's the right move. But having said that, will Nathaniel Hackett actually work out in Denver? We don't know, but we'll find out shortly there over the next two to three years if it was a good move. When you look at the Denver Broncos, to me, you see a team with a lot of talent, particularly on offense. The problem with the Denver Broncos in the past was not with their defense. So you had to go out, Kevin, and make the move because there were some good defensive coordinators and coordinator candidates that you could have moved in and said, hey, this probably guy's going to probably be a good head coach. But you're looking to fix the offense. The way you do that is to get a next-level offensive coordinator that comes highly recommended, like you see now coming out of Green Bay. So let's look at the lineup here that you have with the Denver Broncos of what he's going to step into. Sutton, Judy, and Patrick at wide receiver. All young, all ready to go, all ready to take that next step. Fan at tight end who's a decent young guy. Again, a talented tight end that can run downfield. A few good running backs, obviously with Javante Williams, you know, leading the charge. The thing you are missing is high-level quarterback play, whether it's Drew Locke, which is probably not going to be, Teddy Bridgewater, which is probably not going to be, which then brings the next guy into the equation. You look at that offensive line. It's solid. Not one of the top five, top ten offensive lines in football, but it's not the New York Giants offensive line. Mm-hmm. Quarterback makes that better, too. Knows the protection, slide the protections, get the football out. When the blitz is coming, I know exactly where to go. So you're telling me right now, if somehow, some way, 
the Denver Broncos could swing Aaron Rodgers with that group of wide receivers. It's not the Green Bay wide receivers. You have Devontae Adams and nothing else. Oh, but Donnie, you know, Valdez Scantling. No, Valdez Scantling will be a nobody once Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay. They have three legitimate big-time young wide receivers to get after it. And now I know. You see that move of Hackett going there. You start to connect the dots. Is Rodgers on his way to Denver? And, oh, my goodness, head-to-head matchups next year, Herbert Rodgers, Mahomes Rodgers, Carr Rodgers. I mean, my goodness, man, sign me up for this. Oh, the smile. You would think I was a Bronco fan. I am not. I am a fan of the drama and that is what this move brings that is you can't deny it everyone knows we did it this week hey donnie rogers leaving green bay donnie's like enough enough kid leave it alone nathaniel hackett was the guy now before we expand on the rogers thing i will say this about hackett he is now going to become a first year head coach for the Denver Broncos. But he has been an offensive coordinator in the NFL since 2013. A stint in Buffalo, a stint in Jacksonville, and then with the Green Bay Packers since Matt LaFleur showed up there. Only 42 years old. Fits the mold, Donnie, of what I think a lot of teams are looking for right now at the head coach position. Offensive-minded, has experience calling plays throughout his offensive coordinator jobs. Again, 2013 is a good wealth of experience at an offensive coordinator position. Different stops in the NFL, seeing different things. But of course, the Nathaniel Hackett news is immediately tied to Aaron Rodgers. How could it not be? We talked about this again this week. At the end of the day, if you're Aaron Rodgers, is the Green Bay Packers roster that much better than the Denver Broncos? I'm not sure it's even better than the Denver Broncos. Nathaniel Hackett interviewed for head coaching jobs last offseason. You know who's on the phone with those teams? Aaron Rodgers saying a great hire. Couldn't send my support enough for all NH. I'm telling you right now, DRS, smoke fire the Rodgers rumors have never been hotter in the mile high now also let's remind you that this is Aaron Rodgers talking who's to say K-Dub that Aaron Rodgers didn't pick up the telephone that his guy can't coach so watch this you better take this guy he is a next level coach (laughs) maybe it was Nathaniel Hackett that he had a problem I'm just being facetious here at this point but everything points to the dots where he should be going to the Denver Broncos and a valid option now because if you were looking at the Denver Broncos and they went defensive and just said you know instead of getting an offensive guy Eh, okay, maybe I'll go there. It looks good. But also, let's keep in mind how much power Aaron Rodgers has. He's still under contract for another year in Green Bay. But they won't go through this long struggle. And he said, you know, make up my mind. Do I want to be in? Do I want to be out? Because you have to let the Packers know. But more importantly, Devontae Adams, one of his best friends on that football team, he basically said, hey, I'm not going to leave you hanging. And I'm going to put the full court press on them to get you the most money possible. So if I leave, you're paid. If I leave, you don't want to stay here on a franchise tag where you go, hey, I was catching you know, 100 balls plus balls a year. Now I got basically a de facto rookie here. I'm going to catch 62 balls next year and be frustrated. And then will that affect my stocks? in the offseason mm. when I'm looking to move. But how about this? Look, I love like looking at scenarios that could work out because we know it feels like, right, Kevin? You're taking Aaron Rodgers, but it almost feels like a package deal to get Devontae Adams along with him, doesn't it? Now, he is going mm. to be a free agent, and maybe you slap the tag, and maybe you can trade him later. 
But who's to say that you go to Denver, right, and say, okay, we want Aaron Rodgers and also Devontae Adams, who both want to come as a package deal here. Maybe you got to sweeten the pop. You give up like a young wide receiver like Judy and maybe a draft pick along with that. Can you imagine Cortland Sutton on one side, Devontae Adams on the other side, Those that running game along with Aaron Rodgers? The sky is the limit. So if you are a Denver Broncos fan right now, just let your dreams run wild at this point because they could come true. And also, it's like, oh, but how could they ever possibly afford such a thing? Projected sixth most cap space in this offseason, the Denver Broncos. It's all there. It's about whether or not Rodgers pushes the button. Talked about it throughout this week. He should push the button. It lines up. The one thing that could stop him, though, Donnie, does he really want to go to the division with the favorites to be the defending Super Bowl champions? Does he really want to go to a division that has been won by the same team six years in a row? Does he really want to go to a division that has the best team in the NFL and ascending Chargers team who will maybe reach their peak if they had a better head coach and a Vegas team that made the postseason as well? Is that enough to stop Aaron Rodgers? Is the AFC West, do you believe enough where he goes, hey, Nathaniel, good luck, but no way? Yeah, it's a good point you bring up, too, because the competitor in all of us, like me, I'm sitting here at a desk, and I'm saying, like, yeah, I would go. I would love the competitor. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Think of anything you do in your job. You're a salesman here. Do you want to be matched up against the top salesman in the company because you want, you know, competition back and forth? Do I want another host on here on the early line with me that's going to make me look bad who's a much better host than Kevin? No, I need Kevin on this show, so I look good here. That's what I need. Oh, Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Outrageous. Wow. You know what? I, I, had a good, I had a good analogy for you, though, in a way. And I'm going to still say it even though I'm livid right now. You know what uh -huh. they should do? Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, they should have called Lincoln Riley, who would have said, what are uh -huh. you doing? No, 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 no. You stay right there in the NFC North. Very easy. Just like the Pac-12. All in all, the one other question that we I have to just let run wild, though. Let's just say Rodgers lands in Denver. What do the AFC West divisional odds look like oh, man. if Aaron Rodgers lands in Denver? You're talking about a Kansas City team that was minus 300 to win a division. We're coming up against the break. We'll play a little bit of odds makers. And speaking of odds, FanDuel Sportsbook Conference Specials. There's some plus 110s, some plus 500s, some 10 to 1s, and a lot more to talk about next year on the early night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store.
What will you find? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Denver this morning that they become the first team to fill their head coach vacancy this offseason by hiring the Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. The link is obvious. Aaron Rodgers might want out. Aaron Rodgers has been very open about his support for Nathaniel Hackett. Denver and Rodgers, they were linked so heavily last offseason that the Denver Broncos became a minus money favorite to make the postseason. They started to encroach on the odds to win the AFC overall due to the Rodgers-Denver links, and that was with Vic Fangio still as the head coach there. We've seen Denver make that swing like they did for Peyton Manning. The question I have this morning as we attempt to play odds maker here, I think there's no question about it that Rodgers can go to Denver. The Kansas City Chiefs remain the favorites to win the AFC West, especially if they ultimately win a Super Bowl. But Donnie, working off the, you know, that number that was around minus 300 last year on the Kansas City Chiefs. Just compare it, right? Buffalo was around a minus 150 favorite entering this season. Baltimore was a plus 120 favorite in the north. Titans were a minus 120 favorite in the south. What would the divisional odds look like if it was Mahomes, Rodgers, Carr, and Herbert? A lot closer at the top, that's for sure. I mean, you're talking about the Denver Broncos. They wouldn't be the favorites to win the division because you're right. I mean, Kansas City is probably still going to bring everybody back, and if they do make a run to the Super Bowl, they deserve to be the favorite because sometimes, I mean, outside of Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, it's not really a plug-and-play. We just go out and win a championship. It usually doesn't work like that. You know, Brett Favre in Minnesota, you don't just walk in and, you know, hold up a Lombardi trophy per se. But then again, when you're looking overall, Kevin, you know, we look at betting angles, right? So it's interesting to say who's going to be on that market to actually win that division because it gets a little bit more cloudy if Aaron Rodgers does go to the Denver Broncos. So that would give you the Chargers, you know, good up-and-coming team. The Denver Broncos, ready-made title contender with Aaron Rodgers. And then also, you know, you're taking a look at Kansas City. But the Vegas Raiders made the playoffs. So that's four quality teams in that division. So if I were to attack this in the offseason once Rodgers actually goes there, wouldn't we now be looking at team total unders, Kevin, in that division for the season? There are no cakewalks. You're not going to play the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Atlanta Falcons or, you know, the Washington football team or the New York Giants. Like, every time you have a divisional game, 
you have a legitimate quarterback and a good football team to go up against. So all those times, Kevin, that we look at Aaron Rodgers, per se, in Green Bay, right? Hey, pencil him in for 11, 12, 13, 14 wins. That's not the case anymore. Every single time you line up in the division, that's going to be a tough game. So instead of me saying who I think is going to win the division, which, again, I still think the Kansas City Chiefs would be favored to do that and probably still win the division, looking to hammer some of those team total unders just because the simple fact is you're not getting any cakewalks here. And also, I think, you know, projecting out a value, the value in the AFC could basically exist elsewhere in the AFC because this year, Donnie, we saw Kansas City not able to grab that number one overall seed. Now, ultimately, it's worked out for them. They're hosting every single game Mm -hmm. that they're going to play in the postseason. But you take a look here, and Kansas City went 5-1 and in division. That matters, that ability to run it up on on the division opponents if you can – where the Buffalo Bills, Donnie, right? Their pathway will look a little bit clearer. What do the Tennessee Titans' pathway looks like? Or maybe it's just a level playing field because the North should still be competitive. It is a fascinating, fascinating piece of news. One higher down, but again, it was in some ways the higher that would drum up the Aaron Rodgers talk, and it is really interesting now as this will have to continue to play out over the coming weeks. Of course, though, what is still at the front of everyone's mind in the NFL is Conference Championship Weekend. And on the FanDuel Sportsbook, there is a Conference Specials Weekend tab that offers 59 different options. 57 of the 59 check-in at plus money. There are so many good options to go through here on the board. I've highlighted some, and Donnie, I know you have as well. I'll start with this. What is the shortest number that you've looked at here and thought could make some sense going into the weekend? Yeah, and it starts with plus money, right? Because there's two numbers here that are listed at under, you know, plus 100, a minus 160 and a minus 125. And they're two legitimate bets here. Right, You have each team to score one passing touchdown in conference final games. That's a minus 160 price. It's a little bit expensive, but really when you think about it, it should come in unless Jimmy Garoppolo does his 132 yards, one interception, somehow the 49ers win, and no touchdown passes. The second one, each team to score one field goal in conference finals games. We know that you know the analytics machine gets a little bit bogged down here, and you're in these high-pressure situations. You always want to take the points. That minus 125 makes sense. But if we're getting just into the plus money, it's the very first plus money wager here, Kevin, listed on the board. Any team to have a successful two-point conversion over conference final weekend. If one team is down in the fourth quarter, they score, there's probably a legitimate chance they're going for it. A team with a lead looking to press down and go from, I don't know, eight points to nine points to end it, there's always something that can go in that. And just, you know, sometimes teams just go for two. Let's just say one of these teams gets down, I don't know, 24 points. You're going for two the next time. And if you don't get it there, Kevin, you're probably going for two again if you score after that. So a lot of these make sense. But the very first one on the board, Kevin, I'm looking at a plus 110 successful two-point conversion. I think there's a legitimate chance that that gets home. I've had that highlighted as well because not only do you have, you know, it makes sense based on the score like we saw that game in Buffalo, Donnie, the very first game of the weekend, the Tennessee Titans, chance to go up one, Penalty on the Cincinnati Bengals said, yes. oh, let's go up two. And all of a sudden there, that opportunity for a two-point conversion. Now, the, the key is it is a successful two-point conversion. Yeah. And, of course, 
the headaches that would come from a handoff to a running back that goes nowhere or a Jimmy Garoppolo rollout that's intercepted would be all, you know, the more maddening. But at plus 110, and we talk about sometimes markets like this, Donnie, you're in it the entire way, right? Both games, you have a little bit, you a little bit of a taste. It's a number that's really, really enticing. Now, there's a lot of numbers here that involve yardage, Donnie. One that I wanted to bring up at plus 150 is, and there's going to be a couple passing numbers that I think yeah. jump out, but this is going to be one of the first ones that jump out to me. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes to combine for 600 or more passing yards. The thought process here is very easy, I am sure, for anyone to follow. The last time they played, Joe Burrow, 440 six pat mahomes paired that with 259 they knocked on the door or in fact actually i think got there donnie to that 700 yard marker both guys have the ability to throw for 300 one can carry the load plus 150 i think that's good enough for me on burrow and mahomes to get you to 600 passing yards and there's a legitimate chance for that, too, because even though Joe Burrow can get sacked nine times, there's still a really good chance that he can throw over that 300-yard marker. And if anybody out there, I don't care what the number comes in at, if you're looking at a Patrick Mahomes number, it's going to be over 300 or darn near close to 300 as a prop to start. The only thing that gives you a little bit leery is like, hey, it's a championship game. Maybe they played a little bit tighter to the best than they would have in the regular season. We'll see how it plays out. But speaking of those plus 150 markers, there's two of them that have my attention here. One is Hill, Chase, and Kelsey. One of those three guys to get 125-plus receiving yards. So what that means is Hill can have 50 yards, Chase 61, Kelsey 126, you would cash that ticket. One of those three guys at a plus 150. And the reason I like that, because you're going to see a common theme here all throughout. Kansas City is probably going to be the most enticing team of the weekend to bet with their props because they have everything going for them. Home field advantage looks like it's going to be a decent, you know, weather conditions. Cincinnati, not a great defense, but the chance to be a running mate because they have a very good offense or very good passing options. But when you're looking at these type of wagers, Hill and Chase, we always talk about in it all the way through. If you have either one of these guys with 25 yards at halftime, they still have a legitimate chance to go over that 125 because mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, short slant pass, 70-yard touchdown. How many times have we seen that? Travis Kelsey not getting a lot of work in the first half, second half. Hey, look, six catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. It can happen quickly. Another plus 150, which almost feeds off that same timeline here where you're expecting a big effort maybe out of one or two guys, and that is Elijah Mitchell and Cam Akers, 150 combined rushing yards. Break it down. It's 75 and 75. Okay, two good defenses here. That might not happen. But what are you really hoping for here? High usage rate for Mitchell. One busted play where Cam Akers goes off tackle runs for 45 yards. You're getting two running backs, two starting running backs in a dome on a fast track to get a combined 150 yards. I think there's a legitimate chance for that one as well. Those are the ones that I circled at that plus 150 price range here on a Thursday. The Cam Akers-Eli Mitchell one's really interesting because in that Week 18 matchup, Eli Mitchell, 21 carries, Sony Michelle, who was the starting back, so in this sense yeah. would be Cam Akers, 21 carries. 
If you had the 20 carry marker for both yeah. starting running backs there, you're, you're going to have a very, very real chance to bring that, that very, very strong, right? Because what do you need that all? Less than four yards per carry, if I'm doing this math correct on the fly. So you're, and you're talking about two strong running backs there. So that really does jump out. The one thing I'll say on the Hill, Kelsey, or Jamar for 125, you're with some of these numbers, and we'll talk about it kind of, you can always, you have to ask yourself, do I want to go to the Jamar Chase plus 125 on its own market, which is like plus 350, or the Tyreek market, which is like plus 450 versus the bring everyone together. Bring everyone together takes out the guesswork piece of all three. But if you're betting it because you believe it's Jamar, then just bet Jamar. We'll talk a little bit more about this, hot or not as well, coming all up here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right back here on the early line. We're going to pause the conference specials circle back to this hour number two so you have to keep it right here on the early line because there are a lot of really good big time numbers i would wet the whistle but we're going hour two you keep it here but because now it's hot or not and we got to talk about daniel jones and the new york giants and the tremendously interesting situation that is developing there because the new york giants and their organization is, I think, a prideful one. And at times, prideful and stubborn can go hand in hand. I thought it was really interesting yesterday to see the New York Giants ownership go hand up. Our bad. We've basically given this kid no chance to succeed. I think the final month plus of the season where they ran Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm out there who were both so bad it made Daniel Jones look, well, certainly way better than them, maybe add some legitimacy to what they have been saying about the lack of true opportunity 
They have given Daniel Jones. Some people, though, believe it's time to move on. Two picks inside the top 10. Take the swing. Bring in a big-name quarterback. Donnie, hot or not, Daniel Jones will be the Giants' week one starter this coming season. It looks red hot here. Now, this is to answer the question. If you're saying that Donnie right side, will he bring back Daniel Jones as week one starter? No, he'd already be off the team at this point. Oh, you're not giving him a chance here. You know, everybody, for some reason, they loved what Mara said yesterday, which basically admitted, we have no idea what we're doing whenever we do it, picking coaches, picking front office guys. But trust us here on this one where we don't think it's the quarterback's issue. So I'll take the opposite side of the coin here, Kevin. And I'll say Daniel Jones is the issue. When did most of these things arise? When we all laughed because the Giants took Daniel Jones way too high. And we're saying, like, what are they doing? It's probably not going to work out. Trust us. We're smarter than you. We're going to take Daniel Jones. So Daniel Jones in his rookie year throws for 24 touchdown passes and has gotten progressively worse. So you saw what Mara was saying yesterday, and it made a lot of sense. We really messed this kid up. Look at everything he's going through. Multiple head coaches, offensive coordinators, GMs, bad offensive line. We just can't put it together. How about this? In a bizarre world, we go back a couple years, and Daniel Jones, who doesn't get drafted to the Giants, but you pick up another quarterback who may have been much more successful, and you only have the same head coach, the same GM, the same front office, and playoff victories here. Maybe it's not the team you put around him. Maybe it's the quarterback you drafted. Maybe you're going through all these coaches and GMs and, you know, lineup changes because your quarterback isn't good enough to carry your franchise, which is what good quarterbacks do. Let me ask you a question here. Let's just say, you know, for any purposes, Justin Herbert was drafted to the Giants instead of Daniel Jones. I don't care about what year he was drafted when he came in. I'm just using that as a name here. Are you saying to yourself now, like, ah, oh, we just didn't help the kid out at all? No, you're saying, boy, Herbert's a really good quarterback. Let's get more around him and continue to win. So the fact that you are resigned as the Giants organization to bringing back Daniel Jones, you took the right way out. If there's a PR 101 class, you can't fire the owner. So if the owner comes out and goes, I completely messed up every step of the way Daniel Jones is good, that's one thing. And that's where they're using and probably should use that because they don't have anywhere to go. Aaron Rodgers isn't coming there. You know, Russell Wilson isn't coming there. He goes, I'm not trading for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, because Deshaun Watson probably said, I'm not coming there either. So he must just take me right off that list. Why would I want to go to play in New York? So from my point of view here, if Daniel Jones was good, we're not having this conversation. But the only way you can play it for a Giants organization is Daniel Jones is not the issue. It's every single thing around Daniel Jones, but Daniel Jones, yeah, I don't buy it. Incredibly, Donnie, for the entire Daniel Jones run, I've been like, this isn't going to work. From the second they picked him as high as they did, I believe he's sixth overall out of Duke. I'm like, this makes no sense whatsoever. And then the Giants put forward such an incompetent six-game stretch where they scored 10 or less points in five of the six games, which, by the way, only happened in one game of the 11 that Daniel Jones was the starter beforehand. I legitimately sit here this morning saying, you know what? You've sold me. Give him one more chance. And it's probably a wasted year. And it's probably a big mistake to waste any NFL seasons, but especially another NFL season when Daniel Jones has probably already given you enough to say he's not 
the guy. Remove the game against the Cowboys where he was only able to play about a quarter plus of work. 10 games, 10 touchdowns. That is horrid, inexcusable, washed Cam Newton numbers. Can't win with it. But what this team put forward in his absence was so horrible. I legitimately understand them giving him another chance. Dave Gettleman basically mocking analytics and computers as a concept. Scone comes in and is like, obviously you use any and all information that you can get your hands on. I know it sounds ridiculous because in the three seasons and 38 games as a starter for Daniel Jones, you probably do have enough to move on, Donnie. But I'm okay with Daniel Jones being the week one starter in New York this coming season. Yeah, and the rest of the NFC probably rejoices as well because I, people can have turnarounds in their careers, I guess. I don't know. Kurt Warner was <clears throat> playing in Arena League football and bagging groceries and turned into a Hall of Famer. Does that sound like Daniel Jones? No. But when you're looking at Daniel Jones overall, the it factor usually pops into it. Yeah, 20, as I said, 24 touchdown passes and 12 interceptions as a rookie. Hey, we got a pretty good base to work off of here. Then he follows it up, Kevin, with an 11 and 10 season and then a 10 and 7 season. And let's also remind ourselves this wasn't schematics where you said, okay, he's got a really good defense. We, we don't want, he's a young quarterback. Let's really protect him, run the football because we're winning football games. Let's go over what he's done as a starter here, Kevin. Three and nine, five and nine, four and seven. So it's not like you're saying, like, sometimes we'll pick up, like, a Jalen Hurts out of Philadelphia and say, he doesn't throw the football that much, but they sort of found a niche and, hey, let's keep the football on the ground, use his legs, win football games and make the playoffs, and then build off of that. Nothing is happening with Daniel Jones. All I see from Daniel Jones the majority of time while I'm watching Giants football is a strip sack fumble, fumble or a bad pass or I'm going to run into the, all, into the open space and trip over myself before I go down and get a touchdown. That's all I've seen out of Daniel Jones. But I do preface this by saying, what else do you want the Giants to do? And also, secondarily, it's going to be a new head coach coming in. Let's say it's Brian Dable. Mm. That is the perfect storm here. If anybody can turn around a quarterback, it's probably going to be Brian Dable, a brand-new GM. But also, you're taking a look as well, Kevin, as entering into a new front office. It's the perfect situation for a new GM. This is a free year. If he says, I'm getting rid of Daniel Jones right now, making a trade on a rookie quarterback or somebody else, I'm already on the clock as a GM with that move. If I come into the organization where it's clear Mara wants to have it work out with Daniel Jones, and I say, yeah, sure, why don't we have him around for one more year and see what happens? If he's great, it's a great move for the GM. If he's terrible, it's a great move for the GM where his clock hasn't started yet on when he's like, hey, I need to see some results. So from a front office perspective and a GM and a new head coach, if Daniel Jones is great, it works. If it's bad, it works as well, as long as Daniel Jones is still there for this year. And I think that is where the hire is so important to this. If it is Brian Dabble coming over from Buffalo, you probably give him a chance. I listen, Don. Last name's been beating me up all morning. I it's love gonna be it. what this it's is gonna fantastic. Be. It, yeah, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. But my thing is, like, if it's Brian Flores, I can't have him benching Daniel Jones four weeks into the season. Like, it's it, then it's it's a waste of time before we even start. But I think one of the other, and I don't know if it's an issue, but it's an unknown. Then, 
What do you do if it's not Daniel Jones? Are you are you drafting a quarterback? Boy, there is not a lot of you know buzz right now around this quarterback class that I think would inspire a ton of confidence. Are you really going to try and load up for Russell Wilson? No trade clause. I don't know if he wants to come. Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, whatever it might be. Do any of those options, Donnie, if it's time to move on from Daniel Jones, stick out above the rest for this team? Yes, it does. And you can equate it almost the same thing in the division, which is very interesting, where the Giants have two very high draft picks. The Eagles have three first-rounders. So if you're not sold on Daniel Jones and you're the Giants, which the Philadelphia Eagles probably are going to do the same thing in April, use one of those draft picks for the future. That's saying, like, the Eagles aren't going to draft three first-round picks. The Giants are going to draft two first-round picks. So if you're not sold on your quarterback, you trade one of those first-rounders into the next season. So if it doesn't work out, you have multiple draft picks in that next year, and you're going to be bad also to make a move if that star quarterback is there. So when you're taking those look-see approaches, you still have to have one eye towards the future. I don't think a quick fix here is what the Giants want. I think the Giants want to do this correctly. New, younger, or younger GM, I should say, younger head coach we're going to bring in here. Let's build this thing, find our franchise guy, and work off of it from there. It doesn't make sense for the Giants, who are not ready to win now, to go out and spend draft capital on an aging veteran quarterback to try to get him into the playoffs. You have a chance right now to reset that franchise if you're going to find out what Daniel Jones has here in the upcoming season in 2022. And if he doesn't work out, you're going to be bad, so you're going to have a high draft pick as well. But also, you can trade one of these picks into the future and maybe have three first-round draft picks next year where you can go after the quarterback that you want to reset your franchise. This is where a team like the Giants, though, Donnie, matter a lot in the NFL draft odds. Right now, the only market that is up for the NFL draft is just the first overall pick. Now, I'll tell you this. There's been a lot of movement in this. Kayvon Thibodeau was the favorite about minus 110. Then it flipped to Aiden Hutchinson at minus 110. Aiden Hutchinson's back to plus 150. Evan Neal, the tackle out of Bama, is the second choice at plus 230. Thibodeau has rocked all the way back to plus 270. The first quarterback we see is Kenny Pickett at 25-1. to Now, this is just the number one overall pick, but just to give people an idea at how this top five lines up, and the Giants are at five. Jacksonville, no chance to take quarterback at one. Detroit is at two, maybe. Houston is at three, maybe. Jets, no chance to take quarterback at four. And then the New York Giants. But if you're the Detroit Lions, I feel like another year of Jared Goff makes way more sense. And you try and bring some talent in. And you hope, if you're the Detroit Lions, that Aiden Hutchinson, just because the Michigan thing is such a layup, is there for you. At two, if you're Houston, you're so bad. How are you taking quarterback? I have no idea. The interesting thing for the Giants at five is if this team decides quarterback, Carolina is at six. Is this all of a sudden a race to call Detroit or Houston and get yourself into that top three to take the first quarterback off the board? Again, the only market right now in the NFL draft is for the number one overall pick. But eventually, we'll get those draft position over-unders. Two and a half, three and a half, five and a half for a guy like a Kenny Pickett all becomes fascinating and again if quarterbacks as they tend to rocket up the board who are the fallers then all stuff to follow all relevant 
information. We close out our number one of the early line after a quick break right here on Sports. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. Hour two. Plenty of preview within the NBA, the college game, and we will get back to those conference specials. But I know that you wanted to get back to the NFL draft here with a really big gap from position players to the first quarterback on the board. Kenny Pickett, 25 to 1. Double that price is the next quarterback, Matt Corral, at 50 to 1. Yes, and this is a very good market to look at here. And you're taking a look at, right? So you see the picket at 25 to 1, Matt Corral 50 to 1. Go all the way down the board. Sam Howe 100 to 1, Malik Willis 100 to 1. You look at these numbers, and sometimes, look, it's not about who you think is going to go overall. It's about leveraging a situation that could make some sense. So here's why we're bringing this up, and it's a great topic that you started before. Where do these quarterbacks wind up for us? Because we know in the NFL, it's a year-to-year thing, right, Kevin? You see quarterback, oh, I don't think anybody's good enough really to go number one overall or top ten. The minute they start throwing the football around in private workouts and the senior bowl, where it gets out, this kid is really good. They go back to the tapes, and they skyrocket up the board because quarterbacks are a commodity. Even though maybe Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau is an absolute can't miss, you don't win Super Bowls with that guy. You win Super Bowls with a quarterback. So the reason I'm bringing this up, that 25-1, to 1, that 50-1, to 1, the two 100-1s, wait till some of these guys get to the Senior Bowl and throw it around where they turn like Sam Howell goes to 75-1 to 1 or 50-1, to 1, and Kenny Pickett goes up to 10-1. to 1. The value on quarterbacks probably is right now and after it, probably not much more at that point because you're going to get all the feelers out and those risers up the draft board, they happen right now coming into the Senior Bowl, Kevin. And I think that is in part maybe why we haven't seen odds for the number two pick posted. Now, if you're Jacksonville, you can trade out of one. Correct. But we know they're not taking quarterback. Little more intrigue right there at number two. 
once we start to populate this market, there will be value. And of course, we will follow it right here on the early line. That's our number one. But our number two begins after a very quick break. Keep it right here on Sports. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.